Hey, thanks so much for coming and joining me again today. Today, I'm gonna tell you to stop giving lectures to your students. And I want you to start teaching instead. Uh, you may not know this, but 80% of talk that happens in a classroom is the teacher's voice. Just talking and talking and talking, whether that's asking questions, telling kids to shut up and be quiet, or if you are presenting something from a PowerPoint for 80% of your lesson. And in alignment with that, the number one negative impact that you can have on students' learning is for the student to be bored. And you may give fantastic presentations, but if you are giving presentations and lectures all the time, then you are boring your students to dumbness. Right? They are not learning anything in that class because they are bored. So what should you do instead? Well, number one, you should allow students to actually explore a topic on their own. Give them a chance to get on a computer, to go and find stuff that they can find if they're old enough. If they're younger, maybe you could take them outside and actually do some exploring in a garden or out in the actual real world. Have them look at things that relate to the topic that they're learning about. Give them that chance to find stuff on their own to develop their curiosity, to develop their ability to do some research and to help them to actually get engaged in what you're trying to teach them. Number two, another thing you should be doing is to get them actually reading some content, right? If you are presenting all the time, all they're doing is being really passive, sitting down and listening. You wanna get them at least a little bit more active and that can be as simple as getting them to read a section on a website or read an article, read a novel, read a section of a textbook if you like, just so that they're not completely passive and sitting there listening to you talk. Get them to read. And particularly if they're in your younger years, if they're in uh, primary or elementary types year level, it's super important for them to be doing more and more reading to develop that skill and to be reading different types of texts and all those kinds of things. So make sure that you are doing that more than you're getting yourself to talk to them because you're developing that passive learning and passive learning actually ends up being very little learning in the end. Now, number three, the thing that you should be doing instead of lecturing, and it's probably my favorite thing, is that you should flip your classroom, right? Take your presentations and record them, make a video, and then get your students to watch those videos instead of you actually presenting them. Even if they watch the videos in your class, it's still going to give you time back in your classroom because you can actually take a presentation from a classroom that takes you half an hour, 40 minutes, and when you record it, it actually becomes about 15 minutes. And so your students can watch that in 15 minutes and take their notes and stuff and come out of that having learnt stuff from you still, but they can learn it at their pace. And flip learning does lots of really cool things as well, right? It actually allows some differentiation because they can pause the video to take their notes. They can rewind to re-listen to something and they can take notes and they can answer quizzes, all kinds of stuff, right? For flipping your learning. So think of the time that this is actually gonna save you in your classroom. And that's if they watch it in your class. If you are even more prepped, you can actually get the students to watch it at home, right? Give them three days, send the video to them and say, hey, I want you to watch this video in the next three days so you're ready for this lesson. 
and get them to watch it. They come in, suddenly you have so much more time in your classroom to do some fun stuff with them, to actually get them to do application, to go and do some inquiry, to do any kind of work on a project, anything, right? So they're not just sitting there listening to you talk every lesson. Number four, you can actually start to develop student learning skills, right? Start to develop their ability to come up with questions and be inquisitive. Help them to develop their learning dispositions or the learning powers. Uh, They're called so many different things, but they're the skills that are needed for learning, right? And you want to be developing these in your students. And so I want to encourage you, stop talking to them that is not developing their ability to learn. You want to actually teach them how to learn, how to go and find a website. I'm going to find five websites. How do they know which one is a good one, right? So that's critical thinking. They're going to start working out, well, this one's written by just another school student, so probably not that great. This one's written by a teacher in that area, so maybe this one's written by someone who actually went to university and studied that area. Maybe they're a doctor in that area. They've got a PhD. I'm going to listen to that one, right? Or they're a professor, even a step above that. I'm going to listen to that person and what they've written in their articles. And you're teaching them those skills to distinguish between the content that they're finding online. Or maybe they're working in a collaborative task and you actually have to focus on how do I work with someone else in a way that's beneficial for us both? But how does collaboration work for us to not just have one person doing the work while the rest of us sit back and benefit from that? How do you actually set up a collaborative task to then do some better, more uh, deep learning? And so you could actually teach your students how to set up groups themselves, and then they can get into a group and they've got to set up how the group's going to work, who's doing what kind of tasks, what kind of questions you're going to ask each other as you bring content to each other, anything like that, right? There's so many steps to really good collaborative tasks, but you can start to do this. You can start to develop their abilities in research, in inquiry, their abilities to learn, their ability to keep going when they get stuff wrong because they're going to actually now have a chance to get stuff wrong and then have time to try again because you're not talking for 80% of the time in the classroom, right? You're allowing the students to talk. It allows you time to listen and to think about what they're saying and what they might need next to improve what's going on. So, Stop giving some lectures and start teaching. Start actually listening to your students and just stepping in when you're needed to help them go to that next step. One of the best benefits of you to stop lecturing is that it gives your students a chance to be active learners, right? They're no longer going to be passive consumers sitting there listening to stuff. Even watching a video can become quite passive, right? How can you make that active? How can you teach them how to take notes while they're watching a video? Or even if you are going to talk, teach them how to take notes to become more active as they're listening. Or actually get them doing real research, real projects, real inquiry processes where they're actually finding some information, asking more questions, and then finding that information. Or maybe they find an article that has a really good footnote, and they're going to go and read that footnote now because it's so cool and it has so much more information and it just connects and they're starting to build that process of understanding how learning works. So by stopping giving lectures, right, by reducing the number of hours, number of minutes that you're talking in your classroom, you can reduce that really easily by allowing your students to explore a topic on their own, 
actually getting them some read stuff instead of listening to you. You could flip your class. Now flipping doesn't have to be a video either. It can be reading articles. It can be uh, listening to audio. It can be watching. It can be any kind of medium for consuming content. So you could flip your classroom. You could start to, to focus on developing students' learning skills and you can get them to be active learners in your classroom. And I think that is so important for our students to start to go down that road. Uh, action step for you, right? So first start by just reducing how much you're talking, find other ways for your students to learn. If you wanna give flipped learning a go, and I really wanna encourage you, I've been flipping my classroom for at least 10 years. It is the way that I teach, and it's freed me up to do so much more as a teacher. It's enabled me to just create fantastic lessons that I see way more engagement from my students now that I've stopped presenting, right? They're learning the content faster. And people get worried about flip learning taking so much time, but it actually doesn't take as much time as you think. And it is just super beneficial. In fact, I might make my next episode all about flip learning. But if you want to flip one lesson, I actually have a 10-step plan that you can grab for free. Head over to teacherspd.net slash 10-step flip all is one word, no spaces or anything, and 10 is a number. So teacherspd.net slash 10 step flip. You can grab the 10 step plan that will show you how to flip one lesson by following these 10 simple steps. And you'll have a great fun lesson with engaged students where you are not lecturing them, where you are not talking at them for 80% of that time. So make sure you go and grab that. Otherwise, this episode's done. I look forward to seeing you again next time.